0: I'm Martin. It's midweek. These are my musings. This is episode 7 of Martin's Midweek Musings. Hello, hello, hello. It is week 7 of my personal journal vlog cast. Thank you very much for joining me again this week. Lucky for some, number seven, let's hope this is the week I get more than, well, I get into double figures of viewers, that would be really, really nice, so please do share this with your friends, your family, your neighbours, cat, anyone, please, it would be lovely to think that there's people listening to what I've got to say, know what I've been up to in my life and also hear the answers to those burning questions that you never wanted the answer to. Maybe need to work on the intro. Any suggestions? I do feel like I'm going over the same thing every week at the beginning. But um, this week, I don't appear to have any corrections from last week. I seem to have got through with everything right. Unfortunately, there's no feedback from anybody else on their their um, thoughts on last week's question. Was if you we were on a deserted island, which author would you take? Which music would you take and what dessert would you have? Sadly, nobody chipped in with their thoughts, um, which is a shame. I would like to have known what desserts people were having on their deserted diet. That was another quandary. How do you spell deserted? Is it like a desert or is it like a dessert? I couldn't quite weigh it up, so that's why I left it as double S in the title. And I thought, well, it's a play on words, if, if nothing else. <laughs> anyway, moving on. That's enough about last week. Moving on to this week. Now... I have got the question this week, if you'll have seen it in the title, it is, what are you thankful for? Now, that brings me to a story of something that's actually happened this week, because yesterday morning, Tuesday morning, I should set the scene, it is Wednesday the 6th of April. Is it the 6th? Yes, I can look at this trusty calendar behind me. It is the 6th of April, and the time is approximately 11am as we speak. Now, yesterday morning, um, I was at home on my own. Well, let me set the scene. On are s- the Easter holidays here in Scotland, so the kids are on holiday from school and nursery and, and playgroup and stuff. And my mother-in-law and sister-in-law very kindly offered to take Morrigan and I's two, along with my sister-in-law's two, away to Millport for a few days, um, leaving us childless for a few days, which we'll come back to later on. But the reason we couldn't go with them is because both Morag and I were working Monday and I was working Tuesday. So the plan was for Morag to go through on Tuesday morning through to Millport and stay there for a night and then come back today, Wednesday. Um, And I got up with her yesterday morning and she had breakfast and I chatted with her and stuff before she left. Um, And obviously as you do, you say, okay, I'll see you tomorrow, have a good time. Just make sure you let me know when you get there safely, which we always say, to anyone who's doing a journey and invariably they forget or or whatever, um, I'm terrible for it and I know my dad's terrible for it. You'll say, look, you've got a long journey back down to Yorkshire, please let us know you got there safe and like three or four days later you're getting a phone call and saying, oh yeah, I got home safely, I'm fine. Anyway, bringing me to yesterday, Morag set off to head to, to Largs to catch the ferry over. Um, And I'd said this to her and said my bye-bye's and then I went and chilled out and watched some telly You know, I wasn't at work till midday, so I had plenty of I had a morning to myself So I'm chilling on the sofa and the phone goes um, And it's Morag's mum And she's like, Morag's had an accident and of course your your mind just goes Sort of, oh my goodness, what's happened? Is she alright? You know, um, and What had happened by the sound of it it seems like that she's been driving between a place called Loch Winnock and Kilburnie on, on the road sort of far side of Glasgow across towards the coast and hit a patch of water and the car has spun she's hit a crash barrier which has caused the car to spin some more um, and then it's come to a, a sort of stop at 90 degree angle to the direction of travel for the road in either direction on the wrong side of the road um, and thankfully she's been able to get out of the car um, by all accounts having talked to her after she'd been checked over by paramedics um, there was no serious injury to her just um, just sort of some bruising and, and sort of bruised and battered from where the seat belt has restrained her thankfully in the car But the car, it sounds at the moment like it's a write off. We're still to hear the the definite answer on that, but it's like the back end of the back ends off it, the front ends off it, there's bumps and scrapes and everything along the passenger side it sounds like it, none of the windows smashed thankfully um so there was no there was no de- danger of her getting injured from broken glass thankfully but she was stopped on the wrong side of the road with the car pointing out thankfully a couple of people stopped one of which called the police and the ambulance to her um but yeah that just it just kind of hit me yesterday morning um, totally out of the blue. It's like, what would happen if the kids were in the car? What would happen if I was in the car? If I was the passenger and the passenger side getting bashed in? What would have happened if something had come the other way at that exact same point and hit the car that was spinning, or or that crash barrier hadn't been there and she'd been through a hedge or down? You know, it just, it just doesn't bear worth thinking about. And and I, I was going to call off going to work yesterday, but then decided with discussions with, with my mother-in-law and with Morag that the best thing for me to do was actually to go to work because a, Morag was getting picked up by her sister and taken and continuing her journey to take her what she was meant to be doing because I was meant to be at work anyway. Um, and I went to work and, and it, it was a distraction, thankfully, but it did give me time to think about what I was going to talk about in my podcast today. And it made me realise how thankful I am for certain things in my life um so i'm going to start with morag morag i'm so so thankful to have morag in my life i don't know where i'd be without her um she's an amazing mother she's a fantastic wife she's a great sister daughter sure she has her faults we all do that's not me digging at her we all have our faults we all have our little things that sometimes frustrate people or, or or you know things that we do that maybe you know some people might not like or, or whatever but I don't know where I'd be without her. I really do not know where I'd be without her. She's just so much for me. Um, she's my rock. She's always there even when times are hard. She's always there so I just want to take this opportunity to say I love you more. Right? Thank you so much for being in my life. Um, you really are everything to me and you are one of the top things up there that i am thankful for in this life uh, going with that they're obviously our two wonderful children again they can frustrate the heck out of us at times but it's still remembering that that, that Ouija's only three she's a toddler of course she's going to be frustrating because she can't necessarily her, her behavior you know it, it's not It's that she can't express herself, she's three. So sometimes her her temper tantrums and that kind of thing. It's just the way that she communicates um, and it's remembering that. Um, But I have two fantastic children who, again, absolutely, I just don't know what I'd do if anything ever happened to them. Um, And it's it's, it's sad seeing some of the things that are going on in, in Ukraine and seeing children either losing their parents when they're little or, or people who are losing their children and I just don't know what I'd do in that situation. Um. So I feel extremely thankful to have more and to have, have my two wonderful children. Extending the family from there, my mother-in-law Jane and, and my father-in-law Ian and my sister-in-law Shauna, they, like, they are our support network in times like this. When things go wrong, when I, when Morag or I haven't had life experiences of these things happening in the past, they always seem to know what to do, they always seem to have the answers. And I really hope that when when we get older and, and when our children get older, we are there, we are able to be there for them the way that Jane and Ian are for us. I mean, they do so much for us, as, as well as being there when we need advice or, um, sort of knowledge on what to do in any given situation. They do so much for us looking after the kids as well when we're working. So I want to take this opportunity, I don't know if Jane will ever see this, but I just want to say thank you so much Jane for everything you do for me and Morag and the kids. It really is appreciated. We love you so much for doing it and I don't know where we'd be without you. So. Yeah, just thank you so so much. And that extends obviously to Ian as well, because he's always there helping along <laughs> in the shadows, he, he's always there helping and, and Shauna as well. Thank you for going and collecting more, I guess, today after the accident. And again, everything else you do for us. Um I don't want to miss out my dad. Um he's not around obviously in Scotland, so we don't get to see as much of him as possible. But again, I'm very thankful for advice he gives and the things he can do for us from afar when he can and i'm not seeing him since was it christmas he was up i think was it for christmas i possibly um and i'm hopefully seeing him again in a few weeks time um and it'll be really good to catch up with him because i I, we don't get to see enough of him and it's just being so far away sometimes i kind of wish he was a bit nearer uh, other times i'm glad he's not you know i mean again it's finding the balance um but i i, I don't know what i'm gonna do without him when he goes because um, i don't that i'm wishing it upon him but he's, he's he's 79 this year which i don't see as being oh he's not that old i mean when my granddad lived to 100 his dad lived to 100 and we celebrated his 100th birthday before uh, back into was 2019 before COVID and everything See, I don't see my dad as being that old, you know? Um, but then I hear of other people who are passing away in their like, early 70s and and people who are very sick in their early mid-70s and mid-70s. And, and it just it makes me realise that my dad's not always going to be there for us. So I'm thankful that he is still here with us and that we do get what time we do with him. And maybe maybe we should make a bit more effort to try and see him a bit more than we do oh so that's all the people i hope i haven't missed anyone i haven't offended anyone um by not including them in my thank yous and people i'm thankful for um but they are they, they are the people that at this time in my life i am thankful for having there um i could kind of i also extend that down to my uncle sam down in the late district who, who put, put up with me slash put me up uh, uh earlier in my life when i was struggling um, so thank you Sam, not that I think you'll ever see this but if, if you do or hear this thank you very much for being a part of my life and everything you've done for me. Um, another thing I am thankful for is my health, um, the reason I say that is okay I'm, I'm probably not a perfect picture of health, I probably have got things going on, I mean as, we, as I've mentioned previously you know it'd be nice if I had all my own teeth but I don't, it'd be nice if I was not, as heavy as i am but that's something i can do i can actually work on and i say i'm working on it we'll get back to that later um but i've got my health i'm still here i'm still kicking and breathing um and i'm thankful for that due to the fact that we lost my sister um when she was she, she didn't make 40 unfortunately she she sadly lost her life before she hit 40 and my mom although she she got you know well through middle age. Um, I'm trying to think how old my mom was when we lost her. She was about 58, I want to say, 58. Still not old, not really old, but with my sister and and my mom, it was it was health reasons, um, underlying health reasons that that ultimately brought them to their, their lives to 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 was sh- short and sort of shortened their lifespan. Sadly. Um, And touch words, at the moment there's no sign that either myself or my children have have got those similar conditions, but time will tell. Um, But at the moment I'm thankful I've got my health. And another thing I'm thankful for, and I might moan about it, I might be miserable and and not always seem very grateful, but I am so thankful for my job. is a job I've now been doing for nearly 14 years, 14 years nearly now I've worked for Aldi. Um, I started at the bottom as a store assistant and I've gradually worked my way up to assistant manager. Um, and all the, uh, the, the company has changed so much in 14 years. Um, but I am just so thankful for the opportunities I've been given along the way by the various managers, levels of management. Um, and. And just the variety of people I've met. I mean, I've I've worked in I think I worked at seven or eight different stores over those years. Partially for moves I've wanted to make to to my life, others where the company has wanted me to move for whatever reason. Um and I've worked with some fantastic people. I really have worked with some fantastic people. And I hope to continue working with some fan, more fantastic people for years to come. Um and i mean even like right through covid a lot of people had to stop working and and it might seem like a dream to be able to have a year off or two years off or whatever because of lockdowns um i didn't lose a single i don't think i lost a single day during covid due to due to um due to covid basically i mean i i was in i think i may have had there might have been one day i think it was one day we had a scare where we had to go and do tests but they came back negative um and i, I even though it was like an extra day off I think I more than made up for it with with the extra days that I did covering for people who were ill in the long days and things. So um, I'm just thankful that that job was there for me and it continues to be there for me. And We'll see where the future takes us with that one. Um, Sorry about that. Phone rang. One thing I am not thankful for is people cold calling me, especially when I'm trying to record a podcast. Do they not know that... Four to five people will hear their phone call? <laughs> Seriously. On a, or anyway, on a serious note, as I was saying, um, very, very thankful for, for Aldi and everything they've done for me. Uh, and, and my current store manager, Hilmy, and, and the team that we've got in Wishaw. Um, I, I really do. I know I gripe at times and I am I'm miserable. at I seem miserable at times, but I am very thankful to be in work and doing something. That I actually quite enjoy. I actually quite enjoy it. So that is basically what I'm thankful for. People might say, oh, aren't you thankful for all the Lego you've got? But the way I see it is, if I didn't have all that Lego, would my life be any better or worse? Um, You might say it it might be worse because I don't have that kind of enjoyment factor from it. But I don't think so. I think if I didn't have the Lego, maybe... I don't think it would be any... I don't think it would be any better for not having it. I don't think it would be any worse for not having it. So that's not really something that I categorise in this as being thankful for. Um. So that's it. That's what I'm thankful for. That's that part of the podcast out of the way. So now moving on to what have I been up to in the last week. So, um... With regards to listening to things, um, it's similar story to last week. I've listened to the most recent episode of Shuttle Pod, that is the Star Trek Enterprise podcast that is presented by two of the actors that are in Star Trek Enterprise. Um, and their guest this week was a, or this last week, was um, somebody who only played a part in one episode, a guest staff from one episode, who, who had a really interesting, it was interesting to hear see, hearing her story of you know what she's done since star trek um and kind of her life now um having kind of left and left kind of the acting and, and gone and got for had a family and um part of the the impetus for having well i say having a family she had a baby um and kind of the impetus for having that baby was based off working on the end episode of enterprise that she was on it kind of made her want to have a have a child so she did um <laughs> And, and yeah, if you want to get more, hear more details about that, listen to the Shuttle Pod podcast, um, available on Spotify. Um, and the other podcast I've been listening to is more episodes from the Delta Flyers, which is Robert Duncan McNeil and the actor played Harry Kim, and his name has gone. His name is completely gone. Just bear with me one moment. Cheat sheet. Garrett Wang. Garrett Wang. Of course it is. Um, and I watched an episode, their most recent episode was on the Voyager episode, Timeless, which is the hundredth episode of Voyager. And it was quite interesting to listen to them to talk about because it, it was actually an episode where Harry Kim had a main part. Quite often he was a bit part in the background. He was part of the main crew, but he ne- didn't have that many main air stories. And this was one of his A stories, um, episodes. And it was quite nice to hear his perspectives on it. Um. And that's basically all I've listened to this week. Moving on to what I've watched kind of follows on from that podcast because having listened to the podcast, I thought, do you know what? I'm gonna watch that episode. Um so I did. I it up Netflix, as you do. And uh, sure enough, thankfully it's still on Netflix here in the UK. And I was able to watch that episode and it was it was it was an alright episode. I'd give it I'd give it a good rating. Um I don't know if listening to the podcast kind of took a bit away from it because I knew what was coming every time. But hmm, around back, I around um, that stuff. But I enjoyed watching that anyway. That was quite nice. Um, other things I've watched. That was it. So last week I hadn't watched the previous week's Picard. So this week I've watched two episodes: episodes four and five. And I'm liking more where it's going. I do like the use of actors. That we're used to seeing in the 24th slash 25th century playing different characters in the year 2024 but they're kind of maybe not their ancestors but they're kind of their family or related to who they are in in kind of the the future um because we've got another iteration of A Doctor Soon uh, appeared in one of the episodes which is played by Brent Spiner who played Data in Next Generation and has played various iterations of Data or Data's Creator over the years um, in different series. Um, And then we also, it was great also to have um, Oh, what's her face? I'm terrible for this. Isaac Brion um, back uh, having had a few episodes off she was back but in the year twenty twenty four as Doctor Soon's daughter, I think, which again an irony because she's meant in the android is Data's daughter and she appears to be this Doctor Soon's daughter. I just love the way they're playing with these characters and actors and actresses. Um, and then we get a character if you remember back when I mentioned the first episode, I was really worried they were throwing Picard into a love story. And then the actress who plays the Vol, not the Vulcan, the, the Romulan, I think it's Romulan, from that episode, he's now a different character in 2024. She's kind of a watcher. Um, and it's just interesting to see that dynamic. Um, we don't yet know too much about her, other than there's some reference to an original series character. Now, I've never really watched the original series, so I don't know exactly what they're referring to. But it's nice that they keep throwing in these little easter eggs um, and, and sort of name checking and, and call as long as they don't do it all the time because otherwise it's just lip service. It's just fan service. It's just if it's not progressing the story, it's just thrown in, then I think it's too much. But that being said, still really enjoying where the episodes are going. Um, loving the announcement that I've just heard for series three, but I will mention that next week. Um yeah, it's, it's, I'm really enjoying it. Really, really enjoying it. Um, I've, I mean, seeing a young Guinan as well. I mean, they had Whoopi Goldberg as Guinan in one of the first or second episodes. Second episode, it might have been. Not the first, one of the first couple of episodes. They had Guinan in 24th, 20, 25th century sort of Guinan uh, as Whoopi Goldberg, as we know. But he's with, with her being an El Orion, they have multiple hundred-year-long lifespans. So Picard, back in 2024, goes into... Uh, number 10 For- Forward Street, I think it was, I uh, 10 Forward, which was the name of the bar on the Enterprise where Guinan would always be found. So you found Guinan in 10 Forward Street or 10 Forward Avenue, whatever it was. Um, I love the little little things like that in this series. They've, they really have, it's like they've actually put some thought into what they're doing and they've actually gone back and looked at original material. A lot of people say they don't, they don't care. The writers don't care. The researchers don't care. I beg to differ from what I'm watching. They're obviously, to me, they're watching a different program. Um, But I'm enjoying it. I am enjoying where it's going, what it's doing. So that was this week's Star Trek Picard. I look forward to seeing the new one this week. Um, We had a family film night on Saturday. Um, And we revisited Encanto, which I think I talked about in episode one or two, um, which I hadn't seen previously. Now I've seen it at least twice, maybe even three times. Um, And it's growing on me. It's growing on me because we don't talk about Bruno. No, no, no. We have listened to the soundtrack a few times in the car as well. That's the joy of being able to hook the phone up to the car stereo and just say, Google, play the Encanto soundtrack on YouTube Music or whatever, you know. I love being able to do that in the car. Um, Speaking of phones... Um, I know it's getting away from what i watched. I've got a new phone. Um, if this picture seems crisper or the sound seems better, hopefully, um, it's because this, this last week I received my brand new Samsung Galaxy S22 Ultra. It's huge. It's like a brick. Like a thin brick anyway. It's huge compared to my S10 that I previously had. Um, And because I was getting a new phone and getting quite such a a pricey phone, I wanted to make sure it was protected. So I treated myself to a rather expensive case for it as well, uh, which makes it even heavier. Um, But it does seem that it's doing the job. The only issue I found with it is that I've got this. The camera currently is mounted on like a tripod with a a ring light above. um, And it's connected into the tablet holder sort of attachment that's on it. But with the case I've got, the case has a protective bit over the charging port. Now I wanted to use my external mic. but My external mic has got a standard USB that plugs into an adapter to a USB-C, which won't go through the casing that I've got. So we might need to look into something to try and adapt that, um, or find another way of mounting the camera onto the tripod. Um, But anyway, that's digressing from what I've been watching. It brings me on to the last thing I watched, and this was Rocket Man. Now, Rocket Man, if you haven't seen it, is the story of Elton John's life. If you do a bit of research, which we did after watching the film, it's it, it, his life up until 1990. And the film starts with Elton dressed in full regalia with headdress and headpieces, full outfit. Walking into a meeting, which we find out is an alcoholic's anonymous meeting, he walks into an AA meeting, and he's like, "My name is Elton John, and I'm an alcoholic," but then reels off about another ten demons that he's got relating to drugs and sex and this and that and the other. Um, and this is kind of the. This is it's basically what we found out from the research. This is 1990, and and this did kind of happen. He did go into rehab, but. Probably not in the way that it's, it's portrayed in the film, um, but it's used as kind of a mechanic for telling the story. Like from we kind of keep getting flashbacks to different parts of his life as this character of him is telling telling the story to the group. And I, I I I didn't. It wasn't. I didn't think it wouldn't be interesting, but I didn't realize quite how. A lot of it was I didn't realize quite how many songs were his um, as well going through it. Um, But it tells the story of his childhood, how he learned to play piano by listening, um, how there was one instance when he he got offered a a summer school sort of scholarship at a a music school and he was able to play like four pages worth of some really, really difficult music and then he stopped. And the teacher's like, why did you stop? And he's like, well that's as far as you got. And he basically listened to the teacher play it and he played it back. Note for note and then stop when they stop because that's all he'd heard. Um, And again, there's some truth in a lot of these bits, but he really, his parents really were quite abusive to him as a child. According to the film, they were extremely abusive to him as a child and he had a lot of abuse from not just children, not just his parents, sorry, but also some of his friends, people he worked with. Um, the film stars Tara Niggerton as 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 Ellen, and then we had Jamie Bell as his um, sort of working partner, the guy who wrote all the lyrics for his songs, because it turns out that, that Bernie, I can't remember his name, Bernie, who was played by Jamie Bell, which I haven't seen in a film since his first film in 2000, which was Billy Elliot, where he played Billy Elliot, he's grown up a bit since 2000. Um, but he played the the co-star alongside Tarraghton as as the the songwriter So he wrote all the lyrics and Elton then put music to them and then they became his hits um, And apparently they still work together to this day, um, which is a fantastic story to hear <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so yeah, it was really interesting hearing their story, but then seeing how he was treated by a guy who became his manager and then his lover and and then, yeah, it was just a bit odd, really. Um, I mean, he, he the guy who who became his manager in lover, he was played by uh, his, his his name escapes me, but he played oh, is it Rob? Rob in Game of Thrones. He was Rob Stark in Game of Thrones. Um, yeah, I can't actually remember the actor's name, but he, he was really good. he was really good in it. Um, and it was a really good film telling the story of his life and leading up to this point in 1990 where he decided enough is enough and he checked in to to rehab, basically, and changed his life. Um, But after the film, I thought, well, it's very one-sided in a way. I mean, mean, Elton was part of producing the film, but actually it was his partner, is is it David Furnish, I want to say? Oh, I remember mixing up partners. But it was actually his, his husband that was sort of, a, I think it was exec producering or directing along with Dexter Fletcher who I remember from some kids TV programme in the 80s, 90s press, press Gang was it? Um, I know my wife always quotes it, she always remembers it. Um, and Dexter Fletcher actually also did Bohemian Rhapsody, the film about Queen, um, along with lots of other stuff he's done. Um, but th- it was it was Dex Fletcher and and Elton John's husband who were the main people who produced the film, um, and I thought afterwards I thought, well, I wonder how much of that is really true and how much has been dramatized for for a film because there's so many films out there that are based on real life events, but there's lots of things in those films that are literally edited or or made up or added in for dramatic effect so I did a bit of googling and found that although his parents come across as extremely abusive and that there probably was a lot of the kind of stuff going on in the films that we saw that there was other bits that didn't touch on like the fact that his father actually bought his first piano for him even and that his father actually was a musician I mean, the only hint you get to that in the film is that he's got a record collection and at one point Elton pulls out a record to, to say, look, you know, this, this, this to his dad and his dad's like, you do not touch my record collection ever. You know, and it's like, okay, nice guy. Um, maybe he was a, I think he was a na- naval guy. So he wasn't there for a lot of, of Elton's younger life. It was mainly his mum and his grand that brought him up. But um, anyway, yeah, I don't want to say anymore. more. If, if you want to watch it, go watch it. I, I would highly recommend it. I definitely give it a four out of five um and th- I, I thoroughly enjoyed watching it um even when I, I wasn't sure that I went to, it wasn't one that i i would personally think i am going i really want to go watch that but it was one that had been on i think maybe again over christmas we'd record it on the box and it, we were looking at the box like yes watch that it's a bit different um and it's not something that the kids would want to watch and we watched it on sunday night Um, when i met as i mentioned we were kid free <coughs> excuse me so moving on from what we've watched let's move on to our brick life our lego um stuff from the week um not a great deal i've not built anything uh nor has more egg or the wee girl however there was one instance during the week Remember saturday was it friday or saturday it was friday i think it was after school and um, we were doing something and we were busy making dinner or something and, and it was like Daniel, do you mind popping into your room? Just go play with your toys upstairs. Because I think was, he came and said, I'm bored. I've got nothing to do. You know, like kids do. And I said, like, you've got a room full of toys. Why don't you go upstairs and play with some of them? So he did. And I'm glad that I said that to him. I was maybe a bit like, just get out of the way. You know, one of those frustrated moments. Um, but he, he went and he played with his Lego. And instead of building a set or playing with the Mario stuff, which he so often does, which is not a bad thing. He loves his Lego Mario stuff he built a monster he just took a handful of bricks maybe 30 or 40 bricks and he built a monster no big deal but he then brought it and started explaining it to me and how if you did this with something this happened and this was this and this was you know it was like elf feet or or something he said it was like elf feet it had or something like that and and this eye is for seeing, and this one is closed, but it can see if it opens, and this is an eye patch, and, and if you push this button, this happens, and if you use the steering wheel, this ha- And I thought, you know, just the amount of thought and imagination that's gone into that very basic-looking build, don't get me wrong, it's not, nothing to really look at, but it was the thought that went into it, and his logic and rationale for it. It was like, do you know what, I really would like you to talk me through that again. But in a video, because we hadn't really put anything out on um, on our, U- our our Brick Life YouTube channel for a while, so it's like let's let's try one of these new YouTube short things. So you've got a minute to tell me about this. How difficult is it to fit everything into one minute? I mean, I've been talking now for the best part of thirty six minutes, and what have I actually covered? <laughs> you know what I mean? I've been done with this minutes, but trying to get him to condense into that short period everything about this this monster but i wanted to try a youtube shot because we've not done one it's something quite new to us that we've seen quite new it's like youtube's version of tiktok i thought we'll give it a go see if we can get some more viewers um and it it hasn't really worked like that but um i thought it might have got a few more viewers than it has but um i shouldn't grumble thankful for the number of views we've got um, but yeah, it was really nice to have it. It was nice to get a video out there for him Because um, he's always asking can we do a video can we do a video and, and sadly I just don't always have the time to do it anymore uh, Especially with Grace now being a little bit older. She takes a little bit more looking after um, Than before when you know when she when we started the channel, she was quite, pretty much a baby She didn't move around much. She didn't mean much looking after her um, sort of not actually physically lots of interaction It's that the other kind of thing so um we Don't have quite as much time for doing videos, especially with him at school now. Um, so it was nice to get a video done with him and get that up on our channel. Um, I think it was the same day as doing the uh, getting the last podcast up as well, so which got delayed a little bit last week because a few things, uh, mainly been work. <laughs> work, I'm thankful for it, but it doesn't have to get in the way of making videos. <laughs> Clearly, more important, the thing that makes me no money and that I do for the fun of it. Um, yeah. So, that was, anyway, that was our Lego. That was our Lego this week. Um, things we have played. Now, here's one. We have not had the Switch on all week. That is the first week since Christmas there has been no Switch time whatsoever. Because we've just been busy doing other things. As well as in the night's a little bit lighter now. So... We're spending a little bit more time going outdoors and doing stuff i know we had a nice walk through the park last week that we mentioned um and yeah there's just been no switch time Uh, as well as in the way me and morag have been working there's not really much time for for the wee dude at home either for playing on it especially now he finished luigi's mansion three and and he's still after another game now um so we'll see where that goes so instead actually myself and daniel and grace We sat down and played the board game, Frustration. Now, I don't think either of them had played it before. And Daniel was getting it. I obviously know how to play it. I had to reread the rules to get exactly what I was doing. But but it was quite nice just to sit the three of us and play a game. Grace totally wasn't getting it. I mean, we were trying to, I tried to do it because she's she's got her numbers up to seven. She can tell me her number's up to seven now. Um, And I was trying to help her recognize the number on the dice and the moving of spaces and and she just wasn't really getting it unfortunately maybe a bit too much too soon but daniel was enjoying it what he didn't enjoy was when i landed on his pieces and kept sending them back to home um he got really upset with that until he got the idea that he could do the same to us so if he got the right number and he landed on a space that included one of my counters he could send mine back to home and i'd have to start again so once he got that he stopped being quite so grumpy about the fact that I sent his pieces home and he understood that actually that's quite fun. Um in the event I won. Only just Daniel coming second and Grace we, we helped finish so that we could finish playing. Um so th- that's what we've played this week. We've not played computer games we got a good old fashioned board game and played frustration. Ah oh, so any other business Sweet, sweet coffee. So yes, as I mentioned, we had some child-free time this week because we we were at church on Sunday morning as we do. And when we're off, well, when I'm off, I manage to, to go, and, and Maureen goes as often as she can. Um, so we had our lunch after church, and then on Sunday afternoon, Morag's mum came to pick up our two um, to head to Millport for a few days, and we don't get child-free time it just does not happen very often. So it's like, right, we need to take advantage of this. No, I don't mean take advantage of, of Morag's mom. I mean, take advantage of the opportunity we've been given uh, that we're very thankful for. As a theme this week, we're very thankful for. So we decided, you know what? We Let's go out for a walk. Let's go out and enjoy some nice scenery on a bit of a longer walk than we would normally be able to do because the trouble with having a three-year-old in tow is you walk for more than about 10 minutes and they won't carried um, and that's not very practical when you want to do long walks um, especially as, as we're trying to get a bit fitter trying to lose a little bit of weight um, we getting the exercise is, is easier said than done um, with little people so anyway we managed to get out for a walk we went through to Linlithgow and we went for a walk around the loch um but before we did that we went for a quick coffee and a bit of cake Yep, i know i'm supposed to be losing weight but it was a rare child-free moment um so we went out and had coffee and cake and then we did a two and a half mile walk around the little loch um which is basically a loch in the let's go um it, it's basically along one side of the town that there is the, the full-length loch um which the the palace birthplace of Mary Queen of Scots I'll have you know overlooks so we did the full circular walk right around the loch which was nice Um, before we left we put out washing because it seemed like it was a nice enough day to do that one of the first few days of the year where we've managed to do that and we get about five minutes into the walk and it starts kind of spitting with rain it's like "Mm, it'll just be a shower we'll keep walking And it didn't really stop um, for the rest of the walk right round the lot. By the time we got back to the car, we looked like drowned rats. Um, We'll not even talk about the state of the washing when we got home. I was drenched, it was probably wetter than when it went out to be fair. Um, But another thing we did um, at the end of the walk was we went and we treated ourselves to an Indian takeaway. Um, Because we both like Indian curries and, and that kind of food because of the spice and that in it and because it can be a little bit pricey when you've got the children it's not always practical so without the children we thought you know what we're gonna have a, have a little Indian banquet so we got uh, papa pop with with uh, dips um, as sort of a start and then for our mains um, I got a, a chicken madras I should learn from getting a chicken madras from the Indian we've used the ashman in the mythical bridge is a hot curry really hot curry tone it down martin you know don't always go for that one i mean it's not the hottest curry could have been the vindaloo, but i should learn i think it's because it's been so long since the last one it's probably been two years at least since the last indian curry proper indian curry um like oh my days it, I, oh i could only eat half of it I only eat half of it because it was that hot um oh my days um and then we had this Naan bread, it was, they call it a Kashmiri naan, but in other places I've, I've bought it, it's basically been a Peshwari naan. Um, they, they do have a few different names at the, the particular restaurant we use um, for, for the kind of dishes we normally get elsewhere. Um, but, oh, it's its like the size of, and you can't see on the screen, but it's, it's like, it's, it's bigger than the size of your head. Um, it's a great big naan bread, uh, which we share between us. Um, it it's really nice. I mean, I had them addressed, like I said, and Morag had, I think it was a Kashmiri, Kashmiri curry, which is like a korma, but I think it had bananas in it. Bananas and coconut, possibly? Um, but yeah, she enjoyed that thoroughly. It was a nice mild curry for her, because um, she doesn't do spice. Um, I like spicy but the, the, I've got my limits and, and I really need to learn that, that Madras from the Ashman is, is too hot. I should try something a little bit milder um, but still I enjoyed it and it was a nice experience. And then in that evening that was when we were able to watch Rocket Rocketman. Um, so it was really good to have a bit of child free time this week um, but I have, I've got to be honest. I'm glad that I'm going to see the kids again this afternoon um, go, I'm go, after I've recorded this I need to now drive over to Largs to collect Morag and the children off the ferry when they return from the Isle of Cumbria, from Millport where they've been staying as obviously Morag hasn't got a car anymore it's currently in a compound somewhere in the Glasgow area, I believe, where it was picked up by the the recovery people. Um and we're awaiting finding out what's happening with regards to that with insurance and all that sort of stuff. So um yeah, I've got to go and click them this afternoon. But it'll be a good opportunity to listen to some more podcasts and uh some music on the way over there and back. And uh, we meet, might possibly uh squeeze in a cheeky McDonald's on the way home for dinner. Um as there's nothing in the house, um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing the kids again. Because although I love a bit of child-free time, I miss them like crazy. I remember my, my little, my my little mini me, and oh, I'm thankful for them. So thankful for them, and I miss them, and I can't wait to see them again in a few hours' time. So that pretty much was last week. On on the Saturday, um, I was off on the Saturday as well. Kind of not related to. To where we are, where I that, that Morag was at work. That's that was when I was I had the day with just me and the two kids. Um and the no, I'm 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 wrong. Morag wasn't at work on the Saturday because Daniel had his first ever birthday party to attend. I mean, don't get me wrong; he's been to birthday parties for like his cousins and for for like grown ups, but he, it was the first one from school where he's been invited to. A birthday pie, and it was a local um, sort of chin pub restaurant place called the the Cadgers Bray. It's a brewer's fair, and it has a big soft play attached. Um, and so it was, we were able to take him in there for eleven, drop him off, and then Morag, myself, and the wee girl, we actually went just across the car park to where she works to to, to the garden centre to the restaurant in there, and we went across and we had lunch in there and again it was lovely we had this great big Scottish sharing platter so it had I think it was it was like some battered cod goujons it had sort of black pudding bonbons sort of again in batter it had um, some bread it had oh what else was there it was was like an array of about four or five different sort of Scottish delicacies um, I'm not that, the, where was the haggis? Um, there was lacking haggis. Uh, and then we got some chips with it and we shared that between us and oh, it was so good. So, so good. I mean, the, the, the prices in the restaurant there are a little bit pricey for, for what you might consider garden center restaurant prices, but the food is good. I can highly recommend it. So if you are ever in the Falkirk area um Klondike Garden Centre near Paulmont just off junction five of the M9. The restaurant there is really, really good. Look out for more in there, special works. Um it yeah, it was really good food. Um and so that was that was our Saturday really, and then we picked up the wee boy and um I think we were just away wear him that day. I oh, think so that that's, that's that bit of it. Anyway, child-free time. And it is, like I said, it's the school holidays now. We're, we're into the first week of the Easter school holidays. And the kids are off now until the day after Easter Monday. They go back. Um, so that's that. Weight loss. Now, I've just told you about eating a great big platter for two Indian takeaway. There may have been a cheeky McDonald's on the Tuesday evening after I finished work. Um, yeah, let's just say it's not really been a week of weight loss. I stood on the scales this week and I've gained four pounds. (laughs) Um, so I am now 208 pounds, um, heading in the wrong direction. Um, in fairness, I've still lost two and a half pounds since I started four weeks ago um no i knew it wasn't the greatest week um there was just opportunities there to be able to sort of have a treat and treat ourselves and it was pay weekend as well it was pay weekend so you always have a little treat around pay weekend um so yeah it wasn't the best week for it despite having a two and a half mile walk what happened there um maybe i need to up my game a bit this week so i have started this week a little bit better Although I have just mentioned the thought of going to McDonald's tomorrow night, or tonight on the way home. So we'll see, we'll see. Fingers crossed, by next week, I will have gone back in the right direction and, and lost somewhere. And then the final thing, really, for this week is that we had some work done on the roof. Um, we had some storms a month or two back, and it had blown out some of the pointing from the, the ridge, ridge tiles and, and along the edges, um, some of the sort of cement. Got it cement pointing the filling the filling stuff along the edges where it's exposed underneath the tiles uh, had come out and come loose and had come down in the passage between us and the neighbors um, and we don't want anybody getting hurt by any falling mercenary um, so we had decided to get a reefer in to have a look at it and the the verdict was to put like caps all along the edge that kind of come from underneath up and over the top of the tiles and it kind of stops the tiles along the edge lifting in in strong winds um we also had the ridge ridge tiles all repointed in um the full length and they also demossed the roof um the only issue with that is now that the front and back gardens are now covered in moss because although the guys did a great job of trying to clean up moss gets everywhere when they've done it so uh, yeah we need to get out and get that cleaned up a bit um but that was uh, not a cheap job um that needed, that needed that we need to pay for now um but hopefully that that keeps the roof good for another 10 to 15 years at least so um the other option was just to have the, the the cementy stuff put back in on the underside but that probably would only last another five or so years and then we'd have to do it again and do it again and do it again and so the cost just keeps mounting up so we thought we'll bite the bullet do the full job now and then it's done so we had that done this week, so hopefully that means we shouldn't have any roof issues again for, for the foreseeable. And that's about it for this week. I just uh, it's, it's, We're at 52 minutes, so it's not exactly been a short one. Um, I'd like to thank you so much, if you have made it this far, for listening to me going on about absolutely nothing. That has been this week in my life. Um, I'm just glad that, that i still got more egg in it. Um, very thankful for that and um, that someone was looking out from upstairs to make sure that nothing was coming the other way when she had her spin and and the poor little car. Oh, I've got to go and say bye bye to the car at some point I think um, and retrieve things like car seats and, and music and personal stuff out of it if indeed it is um, curtains for it. Um, yeah, it's been a funny old week. But, 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 going back to the car, I know I've nearly finished there. But going back to the car, it had literally, at the end of last week, had its annual service and MOT. So it had over five, oh, £500 pounds spent on it. Literally, So sort of Wednesday, Thursday, Wednesday. It was in the garage Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, last week. And then sadly this week, it's... Um, God, I'm pretty sure something similar happened with my previous car that I had. I'm pretty sure I had work done on it. And then within a week, I'd hit a fox on the motorway and smashed up the front end of the car and wrote it off. Yeah, it must be something about cars. They know you have spent money on them. Anyway, enough about that. Thank you very much for joining me on this week's journey. Um, if you have any comments regards to anything that's happened this week, or you'd like to tell me what are you thankful for, I'm here Are you thankful for this podcast I'm thankful for this podcast um, that I'm able to share my memories and I'm thankful for all the other podcasts I listen to as well who give me ideas for mine so on that note I hope you have a great week stay safe be very careful on the roads and anywhere just anyway just stay safe people thanks for coming along till next time bye bye